Hello and welcome to the Anadond Word. My name is Rosie G and I'm speaking to you from the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia. The Anadond Word is a daily Bible reading and devotional podcast. And our theme as we read through this first year is the milk and honey life, the life of risk and responsibility. Today is podcast number 41, and we're going to get right into it. We're reading from Leviticus chapters 5 through to chapter 8. Leviticus 5. If anyone sins because they do not speak up when they hear a public charge to testify regarding something they have seen or learned about, they will be held responsible. Or if anyone touches any unclean thing, whether it is the carcass of an unclean animal or the carcass of unclean livestock or unclean creeping things, and it is hidden from him and he is unclean, then he shall be guilty. Or if he touches the uncleanness of man, whatever the uncleanness is with which he is unclean, and it is hidden from him when he knows of it, then he shall be guilty. Or if anyone swears rashly with his lips, to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that a man might utter rashly with an oath, and it is hidden from him, when he knows of it, then he will be guilty of one of these. It shall be, when he is guilty, he shall confess that in which he has sinned, and he shall bring his trespass offering to the Lord for his sin. A female from the flock, a lamb or a goat for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin. If he can't afford a lamb, then he shall bring his trespass offering for that in which he sinned, two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the Lord, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, who shall first offer the one which is for the sin offering. He shall wring off its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely. He shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. He shall offer the second for a burnt offering, according to the ordinance, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, and he shall be forgiven. But if he can't afford two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, then he shall bring as his offering one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall put no oil on it, and he shall not put any frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. He shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it as a memorial portion, and burn it on the altar, on the offerings of the Lord made by fire. It is a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, and he will be forgiven, and the rest shall be the priests as the meal offering. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone commits a trespass and sins unwittingly regarding the Lord's holy things, then he shall bring his trespass offering to the Lord, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, in silver, 
by shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, for a trespass offering. He shall make restitution for that which he has done wrong regarding the holy thing, and shall add a fifth part to it, and give it to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering, and he will be forgiven. If anyone sins, doing any of the things which the Lord has commanded not to be done, though he didn't know it, he is still guilty, and he shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him, concerning the thing in which he sinned and didn't know, and he will be forgiven. It is a trespass offering. He is certainly guilty before the Lord. Leviticus chapter 6 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone sins and and commits a trespass against the Lord and deals falsely with his neighbour in a matter of deposit or of bargain or of robbery or has oppressed his neighbour or has found that which was lost and lied about it and swearing to a lie in any of these things that a man sins in his actions. Then it shall be, if he has sinned and is guilty, he shall restore that which he took by robbery, or the thing which he has gotten by oppression, or the deposit which was committed to him, or the lost thing which he found, or or anything about which he has sworn falsely. He shall restore it in full, and shall add a fifth part more to it. He shall return it to him to whom it belongs in the day of his being found guilty. He shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest. The priest shall make atonement for him before Yahweh, and he will be forgiven concerning whatever he does to become guilty. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall be on the hearth of the altar all night until morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. The priest shall put on his linen garment, and he shall put on his linen trousers, and he shall remove the ashes from where the fire has consumed the burnt offering on the altar and he shall put them beside the altar. He shall take off his garments and put on other garments and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning. It shall not go out, and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. He shall lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually it shall not go out. This is the law of the meal offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord, before the altar. He shall take from there his handful of the fine flour of the meal offering, and of its oil, and all the frankincense which is on the meal offering, and shall burn it on the altar for and shall burn it on the altar for a pleasant aroma as its memorial portion to the Lord. That which is left, Aaron and his sons shall eat. It shall be eaten without yeast in a holy place. 
They shall eat it in the court of the tent of meeting. It shall not be baked with yeast. I have given it as their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy, as are the sin offering and the trespass offering. Every male among the children of Aaron shall eat of it as their portion forever throughout your generations from the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Whoever touches them shall be holy. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer to the Lord in the day when he is anointed, one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a meal offering perpetually, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It shall be made with oil on a griddle. When it is soaked, you shall bring it in. You shall offer the meal offering in baked pieces for a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. The anointed priest that will be in his place from among his sons shall offer it. By a statute forever, it shall be wholly burned to Yahweh. Every meal offering of a priest shall be wholly burned. It shall not be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the sin offering, in the place where the burnt offering is killed. The sin offering shall be killed before Yahweh. It is most holy. The priest who offers it for sin shall eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place, in the court of the tent of meeting. Whatever shall touch its flesh shall be holy. When there is any of its blood sprinkled on a garment, you shall wash that on which it was sprinkled in a holy place. But the earthen vessel in which it is boiled shall be broken. And if it is boiled in a bronze vessel, it shall be scoured and rinsed in water. Every male among the priests shall eat of it. It is most holy. No sin offering of which any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. Leviticus chapter 7 This is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering, he shall kill the trespass offering, and its blood he shall sprinkle around on the altar. He shall offer all of its fat, the fat tail and the fat that covers the innards, and he shall take away the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver with the kidneys, and the priest shall burn them on the altar for an offering made by fire to the Lord. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. As is the sin offering, so is the trespass offering. There is one law for them. There is one law for them. The priest who makes atonement with them shall have it. The priest who offers any man's burnt offering shall have for himself the skin of the burnt offering every meal offering that is baked in the oven and all that is prepared in the pan and on the griddle shall be the priests who offers it. Every meal offering mixed with oil or dry belongs to all the sons of Aaron, one as well as another. This is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings which one shall offer to the Lord. 
If he offers it for thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mixed with oil. He shall offer his offering with the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving with cakes of leavened bread. Of it he shall offer one out of each offering for a heave offering to the Lord. It shall be the priests who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. The flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering is a vow or a free will offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers his sacrifice. On the next day, what remains of it shall be eaten. But what remains of the meat of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burned with fire. If any of the meat of the sacrifice of his peace offerings is eaten on the third day, it will not be accepted, and it shall not be credited to him who offers it. It will be an abomination, and the soul who eats any of it will bear his iniquity. The meat that touches any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. As for the meat, everyone who is clean may eat it. But the soul who eats of the meat of the sacrifice of peace offerings that belongs to the Lord, having his uncleanness on him, that soul shall be cut off from his people. When anyone touches any unclean thing, the uncleanness of man, or an unclean animal, or any unclean abomination, and eats some of the meat of the sacrifice of peace offerings which belong to the Lord, that soul shall be cut off from his people. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, You shall eat no fat of bull or sheep or goat. The fat of that which dies of itself and the fat of that which is torn by animals may be used for any other service, but you shall in no way eat of it. For whoever eats the fat of the animal, which men offer as an offering made by fire to the Lord, even the soul who eats it shall be cut off from his people. You shall not eat any blood, whether it is of bird or animal, in any of your dwellings. Whoever it is who eats any blood, that soul shall be cut off from his people. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings with his own hands he shall bring the offerings of the Lord made by fire. He shall bring the fat with the breast, that the breast may be waved for a wave offering before the Lord. The priest shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron's and his son's. The right thigh you shall give to the priest for a heave offering out of the sacrifices of your peace offerings. He among the sons of Aaron, who offers the blood of the peace offerings and the fat, shall have the right thigh for a portion. For the waved breast and the heaved thigh I have taken from the children of Israel out of the sacrifices of their peace offerings and have given them to Aaron the priest and to his sons as their portion for ever from the children of Israel. This is the consecrated portion of Aaron and the consecrated portion of his sons out of the offerings made by fire in the day when he presented them to minister to the Lord in the priest's office, which the Lord commanded to be given. This is the consecrated portion of Aaron and the consecrated portion of his sons. Out of the offerings of the Lord, 
made by fire in the day when he presented them to minister to the Lord in the priest's office, which the Lord commanded to be given them of the children of Israel in the day that he anointed them. It is their portion forever throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, the meal offering, the sin offering, the trespass offering, the consecration and sacrifice of peace offerings, which the Lord commanded Moses in Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded the children of Israel to offer their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Leviticus chapter 8 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, and the bull of the sin offering, and the two rams, and the basket of unleavened bread, and assemble all the congregation at the door of the tent of meeting. Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the congregation was assembled at the door of the tent of meeting. Moses said to the congregation, This is the thing which Yahweh, this is the thing which the Lord has commanded to be done. Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. He put the tunic on him, tied the sash on him, clothed him with the robe, put the ephod on him, and he tied the skillfully woven band of the ephod on him, and fastened it to him with it. He placed the breastplate on him, he put the urim and the thummim in the breastplate, he set the turban on Aaron's head, he set the golden plate, the holy crown, on the front of the turban, as the Lord commanded Moses. Moses took the anointing oil, and anointed the tabernacle, and all that was in it, and sanctified them. He sprinkled it on the altar seven times, and anointed the altar, and all its vessels, and the basin and its base, to sanctify them. He poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, and anointed him to sanctify him. Moses brought Aaron's sons, and clothed them with tunics, and tied sashes on them, and put headbands on them, as the Lord commanded. He brought the bull of the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull of the sin offering. He killed it, and Moses took the blood, and put it around on the horns of the altar with his finger, and purified the altar, and poured out the blood at the base of the altar, and sanctified it to make atonement for it. He took all the fat that was on the innards, and the cover of the liver, and the two kidneys and their fat, and Moses burned it on the altar. But the bull and its skid and its meat and its dung he burned with fire outside the camp, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He presented the ram of the burnt offering. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. He killed it, and Moses sprinkled the blood around on the altar. He cut the ram into pieces and burned the head and the pieces and the fat. He washed the innards and the legs with water, and Moses burned the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt offering for a pleasant aroma. It was an offering made by fire to the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. He presented the other ram, the ram of consecration. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. He killed it, and Moses took some of its blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the great toe of his right foot. 
He brought Aaron's sons, and Moses put some of the blood on the tip of their right ear, and on the thumb of their right hand, and on the great toe of their right foot, and Moses sprinkled the blood around on the altar. He took the fat, the fat tail, all the fat that was on the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys and their fat, and the right thigh, and out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened cake, one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer, and placed them on the fat and on the right thigh. He put all these in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands, and waved them for a wave offering before the Lord. Moses took them from their hands and burned them on the altar on the burnt offering. They were a consecration offering for a pleasant aroma. It was an offering made by fire to the Lord. Moses took the breast and waved it for a wave offering before the Lord. It was Moses' portion of the ram of consecration, as the Lord commanded Moses. Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood which was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron, on his garments and on his sons, and on his sons' garments with him, and sanctified Aaron, his garments and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Boil the meat at the door of the tent of meeting, and there eat it, and the bread that is in the basket of consecration, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat of it. What remains of the meat and of the bread you shall burn with fire. You shall not go out from the door of the tent of meeting for seven days until the days of your consecration are fulfilled, for he shall consecrate you seven days. What has been done today, so the Lord has commanded to be done, to make atonement for you. You shall stay at the door of the tent of meeting day and night, seven days, and keep the Lord's command, that you don't die, for so I am commanded. Aaron and his sons did all the things which the Lord commanded Moses. Thank you for listening, and that was Leviticus chapters 5 through to chapter 8. And our key verse today is Leviticus 6 verse 7. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord, and he will be forgiven for any of these things that he did that made him guilty. It's interesting to read what these sins were. They were sins of petty theft. Sins of not speaking up when you should speak up, of thoughtlessly taking an oath, things that I've done in ignorance and am unaware of, ritual sin, uncleanness from touching something ceremonially unclean. To the Israelite, there were different kinds of sin. The petty, the stuff that goes on in life, the ritual uncleanliness was one thing. And there was the sin that broke the commandments. Murder, adultery, kidnapping, worshipping other gods, cursing parents. This group of actions held the death penalty. These are the immoral actions that tear at the fabric of a community, making it an unsafe place. That's why when Jesus came, the Israelites knew so clearly that what he was bringing was so different. Suddenly, Jesus was forgiving, 
and releasing people. The Israelites knew the blood of bulls and goats couldn't wash away these great moral failures. The other thing that we can forget about the sacrificial system is that this wasn't a wanton destruction of animals. This was also a way of providing for the priesthood. Most of the sacrifice, not all, but most of it was eaten, and Leviticus gives the rules for what could be eaten and who could eat of it. The Levites spent their days caring for the tabernacle, looking after the sacred space, preparing and making the sacrifices, doing the work of the priesthood. They were set apart, released from the normal duties we all have to that of providing an income for our families. But they have to eat, they have to live, and the sacrificial system provided that for them. How different is it now in the New Covenant? We can see, as we listen to these chapters, how different it was for those Jewish people at those first times when they've just come out of Egypt. When Jesus came, he turned this whole sacrificial system upside down. It was a huge shock for the Jewish people. At the Last Supper, Jesus sits with his disciples and he gives them the bread and he says, This is my body which is given for you. Eat this in remembrance of me. He gives them the cup and says, This cup is the new covenant which is poured out for you. The old sacrificial system was a system of grain and blood. And now we have a new covenant, a new system. The old is obsolete. The bread, which is Jesus' body, is offered up on the cross. The blood of Jesus is spilt on the cross. Because of who he is, his body and his blood are effective in a way that the old grain and the blood of cows and lambs and goats never was. The old system was about making us fit to enter sacred space, giving a knowledge of God and how he was different to the gods of the surrounding nations. His laws were laws that took care of the widow and the children, laws that made provision for the poor. The old law and the old system showed much of the character and the love of God, but it was unable to change people's hearts. Now we have a new covenant where God says, I will write my laws on their hearts. A new covenant where we are all priests. And I quote Dr. Michael S. Heiser, whose Naked Bible podcast has, has really helped me in, in these recordings of Leviticus. If we are in Christ, we don't occupy sacred space. We are sacred space. We are the temple of the living God. 2 Corinthians 6.16, God dwells within us. And when I'm in Leviticus, I cannot help but go to Hebrews. Hebrews 1, Jesus provided purification for all sin. Not just petty things, not just ritual uncleanness, but all sin. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. 
Paul was a murderer, breathing threats, rampaging against the church, destroying the people, until God got a hold of him and turned his life around. It's no different today. Forgiveness is available to everyone, for God is not willing that any should perish. Today, fill your hearts and your minds with these thoughts, for how did this become possible? And let me read to you Hebrews 2, 14-17. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too, talking about Jesus, shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. The Son of God came to earth. He came to earth as flesh and blood, human in every way, that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Atonement in the full sense of the word. Atonement, washing away sin, purging it so it's completely gone, gone as if it had never been there. Sin that is petty, sin that is the everyday stuff that taints us all. Or sin that is great moral failure, murder, theft, adultery, cursing your parents. All sin can now be washed away by the blood of Jesus. All sin can be forgiven, washed away, purged so it's completely gone gone as if it had never been there. Live today remembering that you are washed clean, that you are dwelt in by the living God and that you are now sacred space. Thank you for listening to The Unadorned Word and I hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we keep delving into Leviticus. And don't forget, live the milk and honey life, the the life of risk and responsibility.